America's founding fathers believed their vision, the city upon a hill, could only succeed with a special people in a special place. Over 240 years later, we the people, our American story is still unfolding. My name is Tina McCafferty. Join me every Friday as I spotlight those who embody the American values of faith, courage, and heroism. You will be uplifted, inspired, proud, and humbled to call yourself an American. American history is more than history. It's personal. This world demands the qualities of youth, not a time of life, but a state of mind, a temper of the will, a quality of imagination, a predominance of courage over timidity, of the appetite for adventure over the love of ease. Robert F. Kennedy. Episode 15, Brad's American Story. Welcome to another episode of We the People, Our American Story. Recently, I had the opportunity to speak with Brad Wilder. Brad is the youngest guest I have had to date, and he already has a purpose and a sense of direction. As always, I asked Brad to share with us the beginnings of his American story. Well, I guess we can start with the day I was born, May 13, 1997. You are um, a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a baby, you know. Uh, <laughs> But hey, I'm here. So uh, I'll guess if, if you're asking that question, um, obviously, um, I come from a biblical background. You know, my faith is, you know, definitely built on, um, built on and around God. So um, as I begin to grow more into um, Proverbs 18 and 16, a gift making room for you, brings it before great men. Like, growing up, I was the normal kid, but a little more because like, I was always in trouble, always doing something wow, always just always doing something. So I would have people around me all the time, like telling me, like, man, you're a leader, you're a leader, what are you doing? And it didn't click because I'm like, what are you? you know, when you you're used to being yourself, you can't really see yourself outside of who you are right now. And so I got into a lot of trouble and it wasn't until I got to high school, my later years in high school, going over to college, that I started realizing like, whoa, like my presence is actually powerful. Like if I could lead people to get into trouble, I can lead people to stay away from it. I can bad this person. I can and I started to grow into that. And it wasn't until I went through um a rough little relationship in college that I really started to realize how powerful my gift was. And I just kind of went from there and I've been rolling ever since. Like just telling people you don't have to be what someone says you are. You you're powerful. Your presence is powerful. You are so much bigger than um, your circumstances, overcoming adversity. You have everything you, you need to battle. Everything that you go through in life is simply preparing you for that person that you're supposed to talk to. You don't even know what's coming down the road. And then you look back, it's like, whoa, this is why I went through it when I was two years old. This is why I went through it when I was eight. This is why, because now I had the tools and I was just learning how to, I was gathering the tools. Now as I get older, I'm getting the wisdom to overcome and so that's why I think it started out. And it's just, I've been on a roll ever since, like helping people, encouraging people. And I, that's what the world should be. That should be the standard. I shouldn't be getting praise because that makes me squirmish. Like people are like, you're doing a great job. I'm like, this should be the standard. You should not be getting praise for doing human decency, for being there for someone. This is what should happen. This is the standard. It's simple. But simple things are often miscued because we're humans. How did your family feel about America growing up? Uh, we live here. It's our home. We, we love it. 
You know, as you can tell, this American flag stays behind me. This is my, my business room, my podcast equipment, all this stuff here. This is my, this is me. This is our roots. This is my home. And we enjoy it. This is where we are. We can't talk about America without some of the racial injustices that have happened in the past. How do you reconcile that with your love for the country? Um, Say, so obviously, they're, they're, um, they're good and bad to everything. And so I'll never just say all police are bad or all white people are bad, all Mexicans. No, I'll never say that because everybody, that, that one person doesn't define a whole ethnic group. They, they don't. And I refuse to do that. And you have ignorant people who take that and run with it and dig for that story. It's like, well, America's this, or black people this, white people. No, all black people aren't ignorant. All police officers aren't bad. All white people aren't racist. And so I think once we take that narrative, that um, a narrative of classifying the whole group of people because of one person's action, then we'll be better off. And it's, it's stupid. And, and it's like we get the media and we get all these people running stuff because the negativity is what sells the story. The negativity is what pushes the front of the paper. And the thing is people, people are so caught up in reading what someone told them that they don't think for themselves. And that's what, that's what the problem, that's the source. No one wants to think. Instead, they want to repeat what they've heard. They want to do what everybody else is doing and wondering why nothing is changing. Instead, myself, I go straight to that source. Let me find out. Okay, you said that person was bad, had an anger issue. You said that person was, let me go find out for myself. You didn't tell me you slapped him in the head. That's really he hit you back. You just told me he hit you. You didn't tell me that. Now, let me go find out for myself. And people don't think anymore. They just... It just feeds into that, and I refuse to be that guy that all police are bad, all white people are racist, all black people are ignorant. No, I won't do it. I just won't. It ain't the truth. You are very wise, especially for such a young person. You are very wise. Can you remember the first time that you felt proud to be an American or you felt proud about our country? I'm American. Like I said, I'm American. I um I'm always going to be I'm always going to be proud to be American. Um, I think the term that I'll use instead is grateful. I look at every situation that I'm in. I look at everything that I have, and I just don't focus on the fact that I'm a, I'm American and I'm I live in America. I'm grateful for every opportunity. I'm grateful because I have the opportunity to have running water, food, shelter. I have a cell phone, I have friends, I have love. Most people like Africa or different places all over the world. Just throw a random place out there. Every country has its differences. Every country has things that they lack in. So I would just say I'm grateful to be an American. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful for every opportunity that I have. So I'm just proud to be human. I'm just proud to be alive. I, you know, I think, again, that's something we take out of context. So I'm American. I'm a, no, I'm just grateful to be a human. Just because I'm American doesn't make me any better than anyone else. It's simple. And I take that approach in everything because sometimes you can get so carried away with stuff and you just forget that other people and other other people do matter. So I just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to live in this country. I'm grateful for everything America stands for and just everything that I have that most people don't. That's good. You are in the military, correct? Yes. Let us know a little bit about why you joined the military, when you joined the military, what your experiences have been in the military. 
Well, I joined the military. It's I have three brothers that were military. I grew up in a kind of structured family. Family. So, mom and dad been married over forty some years. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, I'm one of twelve. The last boy, baby boy. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, yeah, shocks everybody. <laughs> Every time I say that, shock people. Um, so yeah, I just I just knew that's where I needed to be. I'm a very hands-on guy. I like being. Um, I like being down and dirty. I like, I like the, man, I love it. I just love everything about it. And I, my brothers, like I said, were military, um, three brothers. So kind of grew up seeing that structure. You kind of grow up with using the chain of command, actually. Like before mom did anything, she ran into the head of the household, which is my dad. Um, my dad can't always be there. He pushed it down to my mom. My mom makes sure things happen. We ask mom something and dad say, no, we better not go ask mom. Just that structure, like already knowing that and, um, just the respect, and even now to this day, I'm obviously still a baby boy. My brothers tell me to do something. All right, okay, like I'm I'm going down to Florida this weekend. My brothers set it up. Okay, guess what I'm gonna be? There's still that leadership structure, no matter how old or where we are in life. That's still that leadership that stands. So I just joined because I knew. I just knew. I had that. Some people call it a calling or a scream. Well, I heard that scream, and I knew that's where I needed to be. I joined in 2016. Um, I've been in for about five years now, almost five years. October make the fifth year. Uh, my experiences have been awesome. Just the people you meet, the, the women and men that will, are willing to fight next to you. There's no relationship like military personnel. Like I know people say all the time, like, man, that's your brother, that's your sister. You will never understand that brotherhood, sisterhood until you put that uniform on. Like you, you won't understand. So that 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 goofiness, the dark humor, the Finding the delight and the suckiness, like that is a brother's sisterhood that can never be broken. Someone that you can call at any time and they're willing to help you in a way that the people that you grew up with won't even think about. You know, they won't even try to answer the phone and come there for you. You call somebody you just met and they'll move mountains and make sure you got it or to be next to you. This is why I love it. This is why I do what I do. And this is what keeps me on that course. Have you been deployed then at all? No, I was supposed to deploy last October, but um, it got nixed, so I didn't, I didn't go. From looking at your Facebook page, you have a very deep love for helping veterans that are struggling. Mm -hmm. What would you like to share about that? Well, like I say, um, when I'm asked that question sometimes, it's like the videos aren't just for veterans. There's for anyone struggling with adversity, whatever but I wear the uniform, and if someone's going to speak on a veteran's behalf, I feel as if we should put as much money into the mental stability and the homelessness in the veteran community the same manner we do training soldiers to be warfighters. You know, we, we spend billions of dollars training a warrior. Well, how, where's the money when that warrior comes back? Where is the help? Um, we shouldn't forget about him because 22 a day still exists. And I would personally like to see more programs pop up for veterans where they can get on their feet. And instead of obviously they served their country, they've done their time, let's provide more, more structure, more things that they can benefit from. And I'm not asking you to give them a handout. I'm not asking saying, hey, you know, there are no good. No, circumstance happen. You know, people become homeless. Homeless people happen every day. And it's not that they ask to be there. Things happen, life happens. And 
I just feel as if we should put a little bit more finance, a little more programs. We have, we have the money. Why, why don't we have them the way that we, we did when we were training them to be warfighters? You know, that's how I feel about it. Have you seen any of this firsthand with any friends, fellow soldiers? Not that I, not that I know of immediately, at least not that I can think of right now. Um, but I've, I've been to Charlotte, did an operation, did a big cleanup down there. Um, but it's, you see that, and you just got to understand, soldier or not, they're still an event. It is what it is. Like, that soldier is still a human being. And so just being able to see that people are still people in and out of the uniform, like, we're no different. Like, the house can burn down right now, and I don't have anywhere to go. I lose all my money. I lose everything. That, I, didn't, I wasn't on drugs. I didn't, I didn't get, get, get a uh, dishonor with this child. I didn't do nothing. Homelessness happens to everyone. And military personnel aren't exempt from that. Life happens. I just feel like they should have like more of a cushion to fall on to have until somebody like to have that support where they fall over and someone pick them back up. Like, all right, guy, let's go. And that's that's just how I look at it. What are your future plans? Oh man. Well, um, I have a lot going You've got on right now. Your whole future ahead of you, Brad. You're so young. Well. Uh, I'm in a lot of things right now. I got a big video shoot coming up. Um, after this call, I'll be on another call. I'm about to publish a kid's inspirational book. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot busy behind the scenes. I just I just look at it like this, and there's something I always say. Like, I just ask God every day to allow me to use my platform to serve him and serve others. Like, I don't want, I don't want any of the clout. I don't want any praise. I don't want... I just want to be that vessel that people can see that there's still light and there's still hope and there's still an opportunity to change the world. But you can't change the world until you change yourself. So you ask me why I do inspirational speeches and all that stuff is because I need to speak to that person. Because it's easier to speak to one person that one person change a generation than speak to the whole world. You're never going to get the whole world, but you can get one person and that person venture out and they're going to go to these places. So just be just be a vessel that when people see me, they ask, who is that guy that you talk about? Who is that? Who is that light? Why, why are you? And just allow me to impact life, you know? I, I get a lot of shares on videos, a lot of views. Maybe some of them went to 22,000 views. And I'm just like, if you can take one person, if one person is taking that video and they learn something from it, imagine it's 22.5K. People got the same video and they go home and they start being more active in their kids' life. They start being more active with their wives. They start being more active at their jobs and, and soldiers. And it's literally leaving the impact, but you gotta do your part, no matter how big or how small you did something. You're human. And I know that you have to have times of discouragement. How do you overcome that when you're discouraged? What's your go-to? What's my go-to? Well, um, obviously God, um, first and foremost, that, literally he's always there you know and then having a good group of people around you um accountability partners like no matter what i'm going through i got two groups um my best friend and another guy who shoot, shoots a lot of videos and photos um my accountability group there then i have spiritual brothers who i went to college with that are just always there no matter what they'll pray for you anytime they'll talk to you anytime they were like hey man literally call you out the blue hey what's going on brother i was thinking about you that is what keeps you going because sometimes, like you said, you're human. Sometimes when 
sometimes you can lose your you can lose the view on what your value actually is. But that's one thing about people when you do what you're supposed to do, they will remind you of how valuable you are. And I say this to people all the time, like, you don't know how valuable you are. Okay. How many people call you asking for advice? Okay. How many people call on you because they know you're dependable? Yes, you forgot, but look, they just reminded you. They keep calling you because you're dependable, because you're on time, because you're consistent with your effort and you're going to be there for them. You're not going to sugarcoat. You're going to give them the cold heart too because if you love somebody, you're going to tell them the truth regardless. And so that's what helps me, having those people around me that keeps me on that straight and narrow. There is a lot of divisiveness as far as political sides. We've a lot of fighting, a lot of calling names. How do we come together as a country? Mm. I know well, you have I, some thoughts on this. I know you do. Yeah, I do, but I, I don't do politics. So well, I, I mean, we don't, e we don't have to get into politics, uh, but because my thing is, I believe there are good and bad people on both sides of the aisle. And I think you will agree mm -hmm. as well. And how do we, you know, your opinion is different from me, therefore you're bad. Or you know those kind of things. How do we overcome that? What do we need to look at so that we can remember we're all in this together? Oh, that's easy. It's so easy. It's so easy that people make things hard, right? It's easy. Just like you just told me about you and, and how you felt about things. You know what I'm gonna do? So when I ask people questions, I ask them this: Why do you think this way? Why do you feel this way? Okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. I just wanted your perspective. I don't have to change it. Let me understand you better. Because you may change my, my perspective on how I view things. I'm never going to go in there and say, hey, you're wrong. No, I'm never going to tell you that. I'm going to agree to disagree or I will agree to agree with you. But at the end of the day, I'm going to respect your opinion. Because what? Right? We got the freedom of speech, right? How do I take that away from you when that's what soldiers fall for? And so that's all I do. Like, I'll ask, I'll ask the question, like, hey, Tina, why do you feel this way? You'll tell me that. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. We're still human. I don't hate you. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're entitled to yours. Now, we may disagree on some things, but I'll still love you the same. You touched me with that, the freedom of speech, and that's why soldiers fall. Uh, that's it. It's so simple. It's so simple. Like, don't forget why this was all started. Like, don't, don't forget like we are people we we are people and that's it like at the end of the day we are people when i go to save someone's life when i go and help someone last night i was at wendy's and i saw a lady struggling coming from home depot carrying some loads some uh some ladders i got out my vehicle and i went over to help her i didn't ask her hey are you a democrat or are you a republican no i said man let me help you and i helped her talk her stuff but no i didn't ask her at all if something happened to you right now, if you fall out that chair and I'm sitting next to you, I'm not going to ask you, hey, are you a Democrat or Republican? I'm going to ask you, are you okay? I'm going to get on that phone, call 911, I'm going to try to save your life because we are people. That's simple, simple as that. We are people. And there should never be a divide when people could work together so well. It's it literally, it's literally so simple. I'm going to save your life. I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to, it's, it's simple. Don't forget why this was all started. It's literally that simple. I don't care about, I don't care about blue. I don't care about red. I don't care about, I don't care about none of that. I don't care about left and right. I care about people. I don't, when I look at you, I see a person. I don't see, oh, that's a white lady. No, I don't see that. I see if she needs my help, I'm going to be there. If she needs to talk, I'm going to answer that phone. 
If I can help her any way I can, that's what I'm going to do. What advice do you have for people your age? Mm, that's, that's a broad statement. Um, advice for people my age? Yes. Um, man, I would just say, just remember, remember your worth. Remember why you started. Remember that your presence is powerful. Remember that you have the ability to change someone's world because um, if you can make someone mad, then you can make that person smile. If you can make that person want to hurt themselves, you can make that person remember what love is. Presence is powerful. And just um, doing things that align with what you plan to do in the future. Everybody won't, won't travel with you. And then there's signs everywhere. I speak highly about um, as you travel down the interstate, there's exorcists and there's off-ramps. You're going to have people getting on the road that you're going to have people getting off. Everybody can't go what you go, but you still got to get to your destination. And along the way, enjoy the journey, smell the flowers, stop sightseeing, because what you learn along the way prepares you for that destination. We all want to get in that car and go right there. No, sometimes you got to learn along the way so that you can have the knowledge to get to your destination and everybody ain't going to be able to ride with you. Some people are there to start, help you start the journey. Some people give you directions and then they say, hey, just go down there and make a left. That person doesn't go with you. They told you where to go. And it's that, and that person, when you get to that destination, there's going to be someone else there for you. Just enjoy the ride. Life is a journey. Smell the roses. Have fun. Live life. Inspire somebody else. Every day, your life is an inspiration. Someone's always watching. Would you like to be a motivational speaker as a career? Ah, well, I believe in I am affirmation. So I am a motivational speaker. Um, that's it. Like, I just do what I do. If God opened up that door where, um, hey, go and speak to in front of tens of thousands of people, that's what I'm going to do because I am what I am. I am who I am. And I don't – obviously, I prepare a lot. This um, this isn't the only podcast that people have been asking me about. I've been quite busy myself. But, I'm like I said, that prayer, I asked God to allow me to use my platform to bring glory to him. So if that's where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to do it, but you have great analogies and your energy is so high. Like I can feel it coming through the camera. I think you would be marvelous if that is your future career. And I look up and see Brad Wilder as <laughs> a motivational speaker for some of these huge arenas. I think you would be fabulous. Appreciate that. My last question for you is, and we've, we've kind of touched this a bit, is what does America mean to you? What does America mean to me? Mm. America means um, freedom, the pursuit of happiness, opportunities, um, just gratefulness, having all these opportunities around you. Um, America to most means a better life. And I've been blessed to have a better life because I live in a country that has democracy. And we're, we're here. Uh, America is home. That's it. America is home. This is me. This is where I'm from. It's home. I can travel all over the world. But home is America. Where can we find you on social media? Well, you can find me on Instagram at... Um, T-H-E underscore Grunt 38. You can find me on TikTok where I post a lot of videos at um, Brad Wild Boy Wilder. 
and Facebook, the same name, Brad Wild Boy Wilder. You can find me on um, on a podcast, um, the Wildly Inspirational Podcast. So I, I do a lot of stuff with those social media sites. So um, that's where you can find me. Or And I have a website as well. I have um, my clothing brand, um, some inspiration clothing. You can go there, leave me a message. And I like reading the messages. And people send me a lot of testimonies. And I just respond, I reply back to them. And they're, they're amazing people. So What's the name of your website, Brad? Um, the Wally Inspirational, um, dot net. Um, yes, you just click over there, send me a message. If you want to buy some inspiration merchandise, it's strictly for you. It's a personal um, message for you. It's always a discount code there. If you want to use it, save yourself some money. It's um, They're affordable too. I don't try to break anyone. Um, it's a pandemic. Then people work hard for their money. You should never have to try to take everything someone has. So that's it. Well, Brad, I plan on looking at some of your videos on TikTok. I have not done that yet. I've seen some of your videos on Facebook, but I definitely will go to TikTok and look at some of those. I'm sure they're very inspirational and uplifting and they, they'll help out so many people. I plan on doing that. Thank you for sharing your American story with us today. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for having me here today. Thank you for listening to Brad's American Story. It was a pleasure to speak with this young man. He has a passion for helping others, and I know his future is bright. If you have enjoyed listening to all of these episodes on We the People, Our American Story, please leave a rating, leave a comment, let your friends and family know about this podcast. It means so much to me, and it goes a long way. Next week is the final episode for season one. My guests are Tiffany and Travis Vandella, and they are an amazing couple who have surpassed life's challenges through humor and grace. You are definitely going to want to listen to this episode. So until next Friday, see you then.